This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld How you doing? You know, I am, I'm doing fine, I'm pulling through Uh I really thought today was Friday when I woke up, so that was a tough, uh, a tough uh, hump to get over. But especially since it's payday, and so it's not Friday and it's not payday, so that's Uh double unfortunate. (laughs) That's terrible. Wow. Okay. Well, now I have something to look forward to. At least I guess Um, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I I didn't watch New Jersey last night. I just like. I, I like was really tired and I was like, okay, I guess I'll watch it. And then I kind of like put my head down and it was like nine 15 and I was like, I have to save it for the morning. It was a great episode. So it was a good way to start the day. Uh, let's just get right into it. Shall we? Um, we shall. So this episode, we, we are picking back up at Lake George, obviously. Um, we've just had the first dinner where Teresa is basically like, clearly not in the mood to apologize to Jackie. She's like, yeah, fuck Jackie. Like she talked about my daughter. Um, so it's a new day. It's a new day. in like George and everybody seems to be in good spirits. Um, yeah, I am a- in agreement with the other ladies. I'm glad they're handling this the right way, but we cannot talk about this situation anymore. Like Teresa is trying to tell them that she's right. They are all trying to tell her that she is not right. And it's, it is actually wild. So I'm thinking in my head, is Teresa watching this? Because maybe when you watch it from a different viewpoint, like you'll, she'll maybe understand. But I, in my head, cannot understand how she thinks in any way, shape, or form she is right in this situation. Like, it is just mind boggling. I agree. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I agree. And all, but the thing is, f- from the opposite angle, I also think Jackie is like, a little bit the mm-hmm. same. Where when they're calling her, it's kind of like, yeah, like it would make things a lot better if she just said, like, sorry, I said Gia does cocaine. Like, I see, yes. I definitely like, I think both of them are kind of being stubborn here. Um, Teresa obviously started it, but. I do I do think it's hard because Jackie's not on this trip. It's like I, we're not actually going to make I any know. headway here. Like cuz Teresa's not going to call Jackie. She's not going to call Evan while they're on this trip. So it's like why don't we just find something else to talk about and then you and Jackie can like duke it out once you get back to right. Jersey. I think that I might pay money to watch Teresa call Evan if that ever happens. Like they they could like make money on that because that's something <laughs> I would definitely sign up for to hear or see Literally, or whatever it is. <laughs> but when they uh, were talking about that, I was like, I can't even imagine. Teresa calling Evan Goldschneider like I can't imagine like what they would say to each other like how that would go even just like they are just on such different 
frequencies as right. people. I can't imagine it. Um, yeah. But so they're honestly they're having like a really fun day at the lake. They go to this little like uh like waterside restaurant thing. They're having some drinks, they're talking about sex, um, and they're going on this tiki boat, which looked scary to me, but I guess fun. I would like to go on this trip with them. I would. The tiki boat I would maybe opt out for because it, it seemed a bit rocky for me, but that it's fine. It looked fun. But it was in yeah. It felt like it felt like one of those boats where it's basically just oh, yeah. a raft on the water with oh, like yeah. it, a it bar. Didn't, it didn't look sturdy <laughs> is what I should say. But they it was interesting because you know when Melissa and Teresa get some drinks in them, they start like having fun and talking and and they were talking about this one night that Joe went out and bumped into Teresa and they happened to have gone to a strip club together, but neither one of them told Melissa. They were both like, I'm not telling her. I'm not telling her. So then they decided to play a prank back on Joe, which, by the way, I just want to call this out during all of the commercials and all of the previews for this episode. I knew this was not real. I knew. I don't know about you, but I knew that this had some I didn't know like the background behind it. But when right. when they kept saying like your your wife has been texting, I was like, there is no fucking way like we would we would have known about this. Like this seems like bizarre, but like I will say I did not think about it that hard before the episode. So I kind of just took it at face value and I was a little bit annoyed when we finally kind of got to this point and I was well, like oh yeah I didn't wait it's not like I thought about it it's that they showed the same preview like 18 times and I was yeah. like okay we get it we're gonna tune in thank you so much so when they were showing this in the preview I kept thinking like oh she's gonna fuck with another marriage but like she doesn't hate Joe and Melissa that much and I should have known that like she has her issues with with Melissa but she's not like out to ruin her life yeah she she so she texts she texts if we're gonna do Teresa she texts her brother Joe and says that Melissa got the number of the owner of the restaurant they've been texting all day so Joe they call like one of that they call each other and now Joe is speaking in Italian and Melissa is like oh my god like he believes her like he because he doesn't want he's like freaking out but Teresa making this phone call was the most impressive thing I've ever seen and then Melissa was like okay Tell us how you really feel because she didn't stop for like five straight minutes. She was just going and going and going with this lie, but it was all in good fun, obviously. But it was like a little too, uh, <laughs> like she's it was like she's rehear- she knows a little <laughs> bit too much what she would say if this yeah. was a real situation. She's like, Well, you know how Melissa is, she's so flirty, and then oh. she's talking, and like, No, I wasn't watching her the whole time. Like, how am I supposed to know? Oh and my god, Joe is getting really heated, and I, yeah, it was so hilarious to watch because you can tell that there's just like one little ounce <laughs> of truth in there of like Teresa kind of wishes she could do this for real oh, to Melissa. You just hit it spot on when you said like she had in her head what she would say if like she needed to this was like her ammo but when margaret said i never thought i'd put these two words in the same sentence Teresa is a genius i laughed out loud on my couch because it was so good and to be honest i have to say 
Jennifer, which what the hell? This voice of reason came from so out of left field that I, 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 I'm almost not liking it, but I, I love it. She had a good point because she said we're uh, Jackie is not on this trip because of what of what went on with the cheating and rumors and talking about her. So we're gonna even joke about this right now with another couple. <laughs> like, are you guys kidding? And I was like, Jennifer, Namaste. This is like, (laughs) you know what? It's a little bit like it's almost like Jennifer and Dolores have switched roles for a second because (laughs) Dolores is the one who's like, I don't get why Jackie's upset. Like Teresa just said, so like if it's not real, just move on. And I'm like, Dolores, like Jackie has a right to be upset that Teresa is like spreading cheating rumors. It, It is funny though seeing Jennifer this season so far. I. I commented on it in the first episode how it was funny that she wasn't really involved in the drama, but it's it's weird to see now three episodes in that she still is kind of like holding Teresa accountable a little bit and not just kind of because last season it was so like she was like Teresa's soldier yeah. almost that it was like whatever Teresa needed she was going to be like very loud and vocal oh, yeah. about but, and but here's I, the thing. So she's involving, I know we have other stuff to talk about too, but since we're on Jennifer, she's involving herself now in drama, which is what I've been waiting for, to be honest. And she's claiming, (laughs) so she's talking to Dolores and she's claiming that her and Melissa, you know, have kind of like moved past their issues, but she was saying how she heard a rumor and I was like, Jennifer, were you not the one just saying that they shouldn't be talking about rumors? Like what's (laughs) going on? She told Dolores while Melissa was in the bathroom right next to them, that Michelle, who is this common denominator now, Teresa's realtor, and they all know each other, that Joe Gorga owes him money. And it's like tens of thousands of dollars. But in her defense, it kind of seemed like she wasn't talking shit a little bit. She was kind of asking Dolores for advice of what to do because her and Melissa just meet up and now she has this information. So I agree. It's interesting because from when they were filming... I know that Michelle was somebody who they were kind of filming with. She was maybe going to be in the cast. Obviously she didn't end up really making the main group, but it's interesting because if this ends up being more of a storyline, it's going to be like, okay, like, can we hear from Michelle? Like if she's there. Um, But it's so funny that this, I I didn't know if it was like a real estate thing. I had heard like an inkling of this storyline. The fact that it stems from, Michelle's husband speaking at Joe's like (laughs) growing with Gorga like personal like a self-help event is so funny to me um and it's also hilarious that Jennifer brings up something which I didn't think we were going to hear about on the show which was when Joe posted these kitchen renovation photos on Instagram and they were like you know supposedly something that his company had done and then it was found that these were just like random photos from online that were not his and i love that jennifer brought this up in the confessional because it's one of those things that it's like ah yes i remember when that happened on instagram what a great little moment remember but they're the type like can we save melissa and joe like for in in that in this fact for all new jersey like we love everyone on new jersey i think we do right like we love like i don't i don't like pretty much I love all of them to the point where like, I wouldn't want something like that to ruin like Joe and his company. You know what I mean? Cause he's like, a, he's been with us forever. Yeah. <laughs> now that, 
now that Beverly's gone, I would say I pretty much am a fan of everyone on Jersey. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So it's funny. Like, (laughs) sorry, this is something where it's, we don't know yet kind of where it's going to go or how it's going to unfold, but it is nice that we kind of now have uh, one dramatic plot line that's not related to Teresa and Jackie, because we can sense so far that that has been kind of the thread, but it feels like it's getting strained already. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. So then we're back at the house. Uh, but before we get to dinner, let's talk about poker the guy's night. poker night, which, I mean, these these scenes really just make... Real Housewives of New Jersey, what it is. Nowhere else can we see all the husbands in one of their basements eating sushi. Frank Frank eats a big thing of wasabi and his face is just absolutely priceless. I was like, guys, like maybe Um, give him some water. Like, I don't think he doesn't look like he can handle that much wasabi. Like he was as bright, bright as red as a tomato and sweating. I was like, "Um, Frank, did you not know what wasabi like is or does or like what it's for i don't understand but yeah these guys together that i would have rather watched them for another 20 minutes to be honest because their vibe was just so fun and loose and like relaxing except i don't know it stressed me out a little bit i should say also melissa and joe's basement i he goes go straight pat through the wine room to the right and there's the poker room i was like what the <laughs> fuck like why are they moving out of this house? First of all, I would want to stay there forever. It seems like a fairy tale. Well, I need the full um, floor plan because I want to know where this is in relation to Melissa's recording studio. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if that's still down there or if that was swapped out for it, the poker room um, at some point. I think that actually it sounds like a good possibility, to be honest. Wait, actually, I think I looked at the real estate listing when they were selling the house, and I think the recording studio was still there, if I recall correctly. Um, <laughs> there's probably a screenshot, like, deep in my camera roll. Maybe <laughs> I'll find it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's interesting. At this poker night, Evan is not there, and kind of the biggest development is that Joe, Margaret, Benino. Margaret's Joe, says... Joe Benino. He says that he heard rumors about Evan, too, like kind of like what Teresa was sharing. But to me, it's unclear if he means he heard it like 
before Teresa had said something or if he means that he's just kind of like heard other people talking about it generally because at this point it's like out there in the open so I don't know my take on that was that if Evan said no to you guys just being nice and having him come over after he sees this episode I can't imagine Evan hanging out with them like ever again which is like unfortunate but yeah the fact that Joe kind of like nailed it in that it had he's heard it too again I don't I'm not to say whether it's true or not. I don't know. I never heard it other than Teresa. But like Frank, Frank Catania now taking a vote at the table of who thinks he has a girlfriend. Oh, and also, sorry, another detail. Frank Catania. How many like were there? Like, was there one? Was there two? What they look like? And and Bill's like, Frank wants in on it. Like Frank wants like to know who the girlfriend, potential girlfriend is. Like he doesn't care if Evan's cheating. He wants to know the details of the women the alleged women, which is such a typical Frank thing to do. Yeah, it's it's interesting because they do, this kind of sets the scene for, I feel like we could have some drama between the guys if Evan kind of catches wind that Joe, I mean, Joe Benino was being kind of messy. Like for him to say like, yeah, I heard well, it. Like I'm curious to see where that goes because obviously Margaret correct. has been very much um, a support system to Jackie throughout this. So we'll see. Um, but back in Lake George, we are having dinner and I love that they've like ordered takeout to the house. I, that's a very relatable pandemic vibe. Um, but again, we're talking about Jackie and Teresa because Margaret and Melissa have called Jackie and once again, they're like, okay, so Teresa's not going to say she's sorry. So maybe you should say you're sorry. And Jackie's like, no, Teresa doesn't need to say sorry to me. She needs to say sorry to Evan. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, nobody's being realistic I here. I, I mean, it's crazy because she, you're like, they both need to do apologize for the same thing basically. But Teresa is looking at it differently. She's like, I didn't start the rumor and they're like, no, but you told everyone in the same vicinity and you didn't tell Jackie and you just need to like acknowledge that you need to stop saying that Jackie's upset. So there must be something there. No, she's upset because a grown woman said something about her marriage. And like you said earlier with Dolores, like she's like, she doesn't Jack. No one's to tell anyone what they can and cannot feel. I think that's very bizarre. Like, mm-hmm. because you would handle it differently, Dolores, like, obviously, we know Dolores has and Teresa both have been through this in real life. They have. So because you handled it a different way doesn't mean that Jackie can has to handle it that way also. But I do have to say that last night I'm watching Happens Live. Jackie did again reiterate that she like meant no harm to Gia. She apologized like it was an analogy. She learned her lesson. She'll never do that again. But she did. She was like my I never like Gia herself is not involved in this. She goes, oh, my God. I was like, Jackie, stop. She was like, Gia has never done drugs before. (laughs) I was like, stop talking about (laughs) Gia and drugs. Just stop. Yeah. (laughs) I I do. Yeah. When Teresa, so she's calling Jackie weak Ugh. and spineless. And it's interesting that all of a sudden this is kind of her, her like go-to tactic for talking about Jackie is calling her weak. And, you know, she's just a weak bitch. And I don't, that's why I can't deal with her, which is just like not actually how Jackie comes right. across. But 
she also is saying that the cheating rumors about Joe, when those happened, they never bothered me. And <laughs> <laughs> of course, for the for the hundredth time this season, we get the flashback to Teresa screaming at Kim D about not sp- talking about right. her marriage. And it's like, Teresa, yeah. I, I, I don't know what Teresa thinks we haven't seen over the years, but she clearly she clearly forgot about this specific moment. And she says, uh, she has a couple of great little uh, lines this episode. In the first one, I swear to God, I'm going to blow my, my casket. casket. And that you see all of, all of their faces. <laughs> they all look because she was like in such a heated moment, making a point, And then like, you just messed it up and everyone just starts hysterically laughing. They can't take you seriously because you can't even like come f- through a hundred percent because that that was funny though it was such a typical Teresa line and then my personal favorite though was later at the campfire they're talking about s'mores (laughs) and Teresa says graham crapper (laughs) like come on like you I think I feel like that was a slip up to be honest because she has to know that it's not like a graham crapper and a chocolate you know like it's not but (laughs) I'm excited for them. Although this trip has been very fun. Like I am, I'm it's time for them to come back to Jersey and like, it's time for Jackie to join the the crew again. And I want to move on from this. So it'll be interesting to see when they do come back. If Jackie is kind of like cool with everyone, but Teresa, or if there's like bigger issues, cause it's, I mean, it's hard when when everyone is on a trip together and you're the only person that's not there. Teresa's acting like everyone is coming for her on this trip, but they're not really. Like, I, he, honestly, no, nobody is being that hard on her given the drama she's caused. I mean, I agree. When she freaked out at dinner, I was like, "That this is a bit much." Like, no one is that. No one. Here we go again with the word attack. No one is attacking you. It's called the conversation. Right, she was like, it's not five against one. Like. When she says they're all assholes and storms away from the table, immediately Dolores and Jennifer are like, wait, we're not assholes. Like, we didn't do anything. No, yeah. Like, just I, I also don't think even the people who did say something are in. The, they're not wrong. Like you, you can be like either. I know it's hard because it's Teresa and we're, we can't tell her like how to act or behave. But you could have been like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's just enjoy dinner. But she was like her way of exiting was very typical. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. 
please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's talk about Dallas. Yeah. Uh, honestly, kind of a similar episode. Yeah. There's still, they're still on vacation. They go on a boat. There's, you know, some misunderstandings. Um, so the main kind of dynamic this week is basically Tiffany versus everyone but Deandra, which there was just some unfortunate shit going on this week. Well, it was, yeah. was kind of tough. Yeah, like we when they started off at that dinner and Cameron told Tiffany she doesn't like to be corrected. I feel like we've just like heard this before. And part of me is like, okay, I agree because it, it can get frustrating after a while. Cause t- Tiffany was like, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you because like you, you said it wrong. And I was like, Tiffany, Oh my God. Okay. But like move on. But Cameron at the same time, I'm sorry. I know I just said, can't tell people how to feel, but like she does need to stop being so sensitive with every single little thing. Like, like, I feel like if you say like Cameron that you have a grass stain on your skirt, she'll be like, well, you know, like I don't appreciate you telling me like I have a grass stain on my skirt. Like that's exactly yeah. how I portray Cameron. And it get it, so I can see how I'm sorry. That was a terrible example, but I feel girl, like th- I know. Girl, don't girl, tell me about my skirt. Exactly. So I, I can see both sides in this situation. I can see how Tiffany being, as educated as she is, find it frustrating that people aren't speaking correctly. But <laughs> don't I, I can also see how it gets annoying to be corrected constantly in front of people. So I yeah. I agree. I think I sort of see I see Cameron's point for a, a you know not like I'm not like a hundred percent right team Cameron, but I do I get it, and I think Tiffany realizes after kind of the end of this conversation that there are certain instances where it's like, yeah, you don't need to correct Cameron's words. Like she's not, you're not like her book editor. Like she's just talking. Exactly. Um, And I think with Tiffany, like she says that she, she, you know, Stephanie's bringing up again, her pizza party, which I feel like that has been kind of beaten into the ground. Yeah. But but I, I mean, Tiffany really, I think, does a good job of explaining that she's not used to hosting and that, like, rules make her feel like she is more in control of what's going on. And I think that is kind of, like, 
a perfectly normal explanation. And I think it's it's good that they can talk about that to get on the same page. But then later in the episode, it's like we see Brandy's issues with Tiffany, which are just completely made up. So and it's stupid. Like, okay, that's the difference is that like Cameron has an actual reason to sort of feel uneasy around Tiffany because she feels like she's been corrected. Whereas we have the opposite situation where Tiffany has honestly kind of done more than she needs to do to make Brandy feel comfortable. And Brandy is still just like in her head in a way that is really uncomfortable around Tiffany. Yeah. I mean, I, I see that Brandy doesn't still feel 100% comfortable around Tiffany, which is normal. I mean, Listen, she still feels a little bit of anxiety around her, which I get, but because she like did mess up, even though they they did make up, like it'll probably take some time. But what she did with the pills, like, was actually so beyond dumb that I can't even fathom because she Tiffany didn't do anything in that sort where she was. She literally right. goes, "Oh wait, no, these are just different than what you had on the boat." She in in who in the world thought that Tiffany was accusing her of like giving out different pills and then the way brandy put her phone down yeah the way she put her phone down i thought something actually god forbid happened i was like did she just get new like what happened and then she goes okay fine i'll I'll just tell you and i was like wait that's what you were just mad about (laughs) what i think i think it's hard because like you were saying like i don't think there's anything i think it's normal to be kind of in your head if you've had sort of a a weird start with someone Mm -hmm. or you have this stuff in your past, like it makes sense that you would maybe be overthinking things or whatever, but there's a difference between being in your own head about it and actually, you know, letting that affect your relationship with that person in a way that's really unfair. I mean, Tiffany has been nothing but nice to Brandy and I actually like thought it was kind of unfortunate the way this season started where they basically forced Tiffany to have this like racism conversation with Brandy the first time they were ever hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I thought that Tiffany actually was super gracious to Brandy and has never really brought it up again. So for that, for it to then be like for Brandy to say that she doesn't feel like she can be herself around Tiffany and that she's like worried about offending her. It's like, if anything, Tiffany has given you like, less reason to be worried than she should like right if like honestly brandy probably should watch what she says but tiffany hasn't said anything to make her feel that way right yeah like if you feel like you have to be like hyper vigilant so that you don't say something racist like that's on you that's not tiffany's fault right but then we also um see them like at dinner and she says dead serious to her do you feel like I feel you're holding back? Like, do you feel weird around me? And this was so crazy how Tiffany was like, I love hanging out with you. You're smart. You're funny. You're like, you know, make me laugh. What do you think about me? And I was like, oh, my God. The Ooh, way that I, I, I got chills because but I mean, of course, the they episode, cut it off. Yeah, they cut it off. That end of the episode. I mean, a classic editing technique, but the the specific vibe of that table, it it sent like a little bit of a chill down my spine because I'm like, God damn, like, okay. Well, well because I mean- Tiffany kind of, from our perspective, <laughs> Tiffany kind of deaded this. She was like, this is like, we're, th- we're good. So unless you have a problem with me, let me know. Right. And I think 
it's at the point where it's like I get why Brandy maybe has like some kind of trepidation but at this point Tiffany has basically gone above and beyond to be like girl you don't have to worry about me like we're cool Mm -hmm. so if you still have a problem then it is 100% your problem right I I it just sucks because I feel like Tiffany she's had a couple of sort of like missteps I guess this season in terms of like yeah like the hosting the pizza party we've talked about the crickets like all of that but in general I feel like she is bringing so much to the table as a first season housewife and it sucks that this drama that she's like consistently swept up in really has nothing to do with her and it's not because of anything she's actually done yeah I mean I think that once we get over this hump we'll be fine and Tiffany will like really start to I know me too like she even said she's really excited to have her talk with her boss next week and like start to work one day a week and she wants to like start going on lunches with the ladies once a week and like start like making time for herself and her family and I'm actually like happy that it's going in this direction um and she's realizing that like she needs to start like living and not dedicating all of her time to her work, even though we appreciate it because she's helping people, but still. Yes. And I, I think it's one of those things where I actually really liked the conversation she had with Stephanie and Cameron when they were on that hike. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, how fucking hilarious that Cameron went to an outdoor (laughs) middle school and slept in a tent for a month. Like, I'm what? sorry. Maybe I'm like, maybe I'm live under a rock, but like, I didn't know outdoor schools existed. But I knew, I, don't know. I knew people who went to private schools that were like, that did a lot of outdoor activities. I don't know about living in a tent for a month, but <laughs> I, I think it's really interesting because Tiffany is really different from basically anyone career wise from basically anyone who's been on housewives or is definitely in this cast. And to hear her, kind of talk about how she's in an opposite place where Cameron and Stephanie have always kind of just been stay-at-home moms, mostly at home, not really working. And they're both craving more responsibility and more, you know, kind of stuff going on in their yeah. lives. And I I think that's the that's the kind of beauty of these shows and these groups is that these people that don't necessarily have a lot in common in their day-to-day lives can actually like get on the same page and really understand each other. And I, <laughs> I wish, yeah, the Brandy dynamic is just kind of like weighing it down at this point. And also this episode, we had a really nice moment with Carrie and Deandra. Yeah. They actually seem to have kind of squashed their beef, which I don't know if that'll last, but like, uh, it's like other than, other than Brandy, Brandy's issues with Tiffany, this cast actually seems to be in a really good place with each other. Seems so. If you ask me, it didn't feel so genuine from Carrie's side. <laughs> and I could tell you kind of a great no, but I mean, we'll see. It might just have been uh, like, you know, sometimes people don't feel comfortable in those situations where they are forced and whatever, but I feel like that was very much needed. Like that moment yes. was needed between the two of them. So I, I agree. I hope it stays like that. I, and you're right. I'm like, wait, they cast can't all be friends. It doesn't work like that. That's not they good. They did. I actually, I thought it was fun. I don't, I have, I don't remember them doing this before how they edited camera or Carrie and Deandra's confessionals to show them <gasps> overlapping, <sighs> saying the exact same things about their friendship. Like, you know, you hurt the people you love most. And like, we need to just like move forward and stop hurting each other. And like, I do. I agree that it felt a little bit maybe um, 
it's like a little bit staged where it's like okay we're on the trip we had our big fight like now we're gonna have our moment where we forgive each other yeah so i do think like it'll be really interesting for the second half of this season if that you know if that holds up or if it's just like a nice moment that they needed to have on the trip but I don't know. I I I did enjoy this episode. Like I am enjoying the season of Dallas, but the Brandy stuff is just it's tough. It's like really well, we're doing this again. You know what? She probably felt the same way and that is why she made her exit last week. <laughs> I know. I know. It is interesting like watching this cuz I mean Brandy's been on Dallas since the beginning and so it's weird watching now knowing that this is like the last season she's going to be on. It's like she's not actually uh She's not making herself look great right now. So I know, right? we'll see. <laughs> but this was a fun episode. We chatted a lot and got a we I feel ch- we were we like oh, we, bunch. we got so much done today, but like we still have so we much more to talk about. <laughs> we're gonna be back tomorrow. Uh we're gonna talk about the below deck sailing premiere tomorrow. Yay! We wanted to have time and summer house, of course. So yeah come back tomorrow and thanks for listening don't forget to rate review subscribe follow us on instagram at bravo by betches and just be cool don't be all like uncool thank you to our sponsor splash refresher meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless splash refresher makes hydration deliciously easy splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness all with zero sugar and zero calories i am gonna go grab myself a wild berry splash now that i am done recording and you should too consider your hydrated self thriving find splash refresher today on amazon and instacart or at your local walmart sam's club or kroger Batches.